The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by Combank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 4th of April. In your Squiz today, the budget fallout, global outcry against Brunei's new laws, the impact of Cyclone Veronica and Squeeze the Election. This is your Squeeze Today. The Australian Stock Exchange reached a six-month high yesterday. It looks like investors received positively the news out of the budget that low- and middle-income earners will receive tax rebates. Yeah, and it's not so much that the rebates are happening. There was an expectation, given it's an election year, that there would be a bit of money being um, thrown around. But what analysts have said is it's more that Labor have indicated that they would also maintain what the coalition has done. So one thing that we know that markets really like is certainty. So as soon as you can give them some advanced warning about what's about to come into the economy, the better. So the market was feeling pretty good about that yesterday. And we're already starting to spend a bit more even ahead of the budget. Yeah, it's interesting. So retail figures uh, coming out of the Bureau of Statistics were eagerly looked at yesterday. Uh, Sales uh, were up uh, 0.8% yesterday. When you think of the comparison, they were up 0.1 in January. So it was a much better result in February and uh, certainly retailers were really quite happy yesterday. Jerry Harvey uh, spoke to the Financial Review and was saying that he's feeling a lot more optimistic and of course he would because a bit of that cash will be coming his way. And Bill Shorten, of course, will deliver his budget in reply this evening. We'll see how that lands tomorrow. Still in Canberra and Senator Fraser Anning, the one-time One Nation Senator, now independent, was censured in the Parliament yesterday today for his comments after the Christchurch mosque attacks. And in a show of solidarity, it was a censure motion that pretty much everyone uh, agreed on. So there's plenty of stuff in our politics at the moment where it's quite divisive, but uh, on that point, they could definitely agree. What is a a censure motion in the Senate? It's when the, uh, well, if Anning had said what he said in the chamber, then they probably could have kicked him out for a period of time. But because he said it outside of the chamber, there's limited sort of repercussions for what he said. But what they can do is come together and make the point that they definitely don't agree with what someone has said or what someone has done. So it's more symbolic and certainly at this point in time when we're talking about these issues that are quite divisive, particularly what Anning said around Muslim immigration, uh, it was a point that the Senate really wanted to make clearly. On to Brunei, a tiny country located on the north coast of Borneo. It's drawn fierce global condemnation, Claire, for new Islamic laws that make gay sex and adultery punishable by stoning to death. It's a country that has already got a dual legal system with both Sharia and common law that's been in place for a while. But the Sultan there has indicated uh, for some time that he wanted to up uh, certainly the 
uh, emphasis on Islamic, what he considers Islamic teachings. Uh, so yesterday, uh, new laws came into force um, that would see thieves have their limbs amputated. Uh, but the one that has really had a lot more attention is that uh, anyone who confesses to or um, has been witnessed having gay sex or been involved in an adulterous relationship uh, would be punished by stoning to death. So there's been a big backlash against that. Celebrities like George Clooney and Ellen DeGeneres and others, Elton John, a whole host of people have asked uh, people not to go and stay at a group of hotels uh, that are quite prominent around the world and they're owned by the Brunei Investment Agency, which is headed up by the Sultan. Yeah, the Sultan of Brunei is a, a very wealthy man and he's also one of the world's longest reigning absolute monarchs. Back here and Cyclone Veronica passed through the Pilbara last week, Claire, and it looks like there is significant stock loss and infrastructure damage for farmers in the area. There's really tragic stories about mm. uh, the deaths of animals, particularly thousands of cattle. Uh, if they didn't drown, then they died of exposure in the days with the winds and the, the terrible conditions after that. And um, certainly a lot of farmers are talking about not just the significant economic damage um, with the deaths of animals, but um, damage to roads and infrastructure, but also, of course, the mental toll that that's going to take. And just finally, the Christchurch-based Super Rugby Club, the Crusaders, have confirmed that a name change and a rebrand is on the cards. Their current mascot is a knight on horseback, Claire. This one came up in the wake of the attack and the Crusaders' name uh, for Christchurch comes from their very British heritage uh, and, of course, wasn't something that they were really considering until, of course, what happened in Christchurch and the reference, of course, to the religious crusades that pitted Christians against Muslims. And also to note, for a, a rugby-loving nation, the Crusaders will play their first home game uh, since the Christchurch attacks on Saturday against the Brumbies. An announcement from us before we get to the subject line. From the first Monday of the election campaign, we will start sending our first ever pop-up email, Squeeze the Election. If you choose to opt into the email, it will arrive in your inbox at 5.30pm from Sunday to Thursday up until polling day. So if you're a political tragic or you just simply want to know what's what, in the usual squeeze tone, Squeeze the Election will keep you informed this federal election. You can sign up from today. The link's included in the episode notes of your podcast app. You can also head to our website or there is a link towards the bottom of the Squeeze Today email. And to our loyal podcast listeners, we haven't forgotten about you. We will also be producing a once weekly Squeeze the Election podcast. So if you've missed something on the campaign trail, you can catch up with us each Friday during the campaign. Look out for the podcast via the email, our website or on your preferred podcast app. We'll keep you in the loop on that. The subject line, Claire. Subject line is from the Black Eyed Peas, Pump It Louder. That, of course, goes to uh, our final story in the email today, Natalie Joyce's flexing some post-breakup muscle. She has told the Daily Telegraph that uh, picking up bodybuilding is something that she's done since her estrangement from her husband, the former Nationals leader, Barnaby Joyce, and she actually did pretty well in a competition on the weekend. Yeah, there's a link to that if you want to have a look in the email today. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast as always. We so appreciate it and uh, we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. 
A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. What are you?